0: Welcome back to CFO Weekly, where we're talking with financial leaders about how to build efficiency in their teams, create time for strategy, and ultimately get results with your host, Megan Weiss. Let's jump right in. Today, my guest is Matt Wood, VP of Client Services for Persaniv. Matt joined Persaniv in March of 2016 and brought years of sales and operations experience to the team. Matt manages client relationships across Persanov Services, ensuring exceptional delivery and white glove service. Prior to Persanov, Matt managed operations for Higher Better, Dell, and Princeton Recruiting Group. He holds a Bachelor of Science degree in economics from Texas A&M University. And when he's not working, he and his wife stay active with mountain climbing, skiing, fishing, and hiking. Matt, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Great to be here, Megan.
0: Yep, today we'll be discussing outsourced accounting talent, what this solution really is and isn't, and when it might make sense. And I'm really looking forward to this discussion, so let's get started. First, tell me a bit about yourself and your current role and how you got to where you are today.
1: Sure, so I am the Vice President of Client Services. I'm located here at uh, Persona, but our headquarters in uh, Austin, Texas. I've been with Persona for five years now. And um, prior to joining, I have, you know, my background's been in executive search and consulting, finance and uh, accounting arenas for the last decade.
0: Well, that's a great background. So, what what is it that you enjoy most about Persona?
1: The people, <laughs> hands down, being able to work amongst different countries, different cultures, and backgrounds just seeing everybody come together and, and drive to one goal and, um, you know, working with teams that bring a different perspective. Um, I think it's just been a, a really enjoyable experience and just, you know, one, one team that's all persona proud.
0: I agree. It makes things so much fun. So tell us what exactly is virtual accounting talent?
1: You will hear, say remote talent or extension of your team. It is specialized degreed accounting professionals. Our team ranges from AP and AR specialists. You'll see staff accountants, senior staff accountants, CPAs, controllers, they mirror the same background and they follow the same career progression as their accounting counterparts here in the states. Um, so with us, you know instead of outsourcing a function, we add talent. That talent is hired specifically for our clients based on the specific needs that our clients have. Ultimately, they are remote team members that work alongside, our clients' teams mirror their time zones, work in their tech, and follow their process.
0: So basically, this past year, I mean, everybody's moved remote at one point or another. So it's, it's just sort of like that, although these people are on the other side of the world. Is that correct?
1: That's right. And that's one of the things that we've seen in the last 18 months with this transition is a lot of times when we onboarded new clients, they may go through their process and think, okay, well, this is how we're manually doing this now. This is how we're working. And so part of that transition was a little bit of a heavier lift because they needed to transition some of those tasks to the cloud or translate, you know, transition them online. So now teams have already been forced to do that. So now it's easier to engage in that remote talent with the process already being in place.
0: And when should a financial leader look into outsourced or virtual accounting? When when is that a good solution?
1: They should look into it now. There are a number of different scenarios. You know, I think exploring it always makes sense. You know, we have some clients that may come to us and engage immediately. You know, they have an immediate need in the next 30 days. Some have a long-term plan where they want to start forecasting or looking at budgets down the line. But really there's, there's a number of different scenarios. You could be a a startup looking to grow your business and they want to invest those dollars into sales and marketing, or maybe invest them into product. It could be a, an owner or a leader looking for efficiencies within the accounting team. Maybe they want to offload some of the transactional tasks. Maybe they're looking and their goal is to lower the days to close some may be experiencing growth and overworking the team, and they're scared of attrition. We see examples where some clients are unable to find, you know, whether it's qualified or just affordable accounting talent in their area. Yeah, I know outsourcing
0: is such a scalable solution and uh, yeah, that it allows companies to lower their costs and, and invest that money in areas that really differentiate their organizations.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Focus on what they do best, focus on their clients, their team, their product.
0: So is a virtual accounting team member a replacement of of a team member that is already in place today?
1: Sure. We're an extension, not a replacement. There are some business cases where our clients determine the best path forward is to move an entire team or function. That's the traditional view that most people have when they think or hear about outsourcing. They envision large teams outsourcing entire departments, multi-year agreements. For the majority of our clients, this is their first time outsourcing. They start with small teams. We're able to start with teams as small as one. So they may be suffering attrition and need a backfill. Or oftentimes, they view their team, they they see what their team's doing, and they recognize that they're being overwhelmed. And they may not have the budget allocated for a traditional headcount, but they know they need the support. Um, We had one recent client that we onboarded that they had a team member that was retiring. And so they brought us on 90 days before the retirement date so that we could work side by side with their accounting team, with this person, transition the work over so that when they exited, we were able to transition smoothly.
0: And so I guess it really comes down to that it's a matter of choice. I mean, these people can be a replacement, but they can also augment a team and and maybe get some of that transactional, mundane some of that work off of the current team's plate.
1: That's right. You know, we, with all the different scenarios, Persona is able to come, you know, and build teams specific to our clients. And I think what we look at is sometimes there may be a negative connotation in outsourcing or people think, Oh no, we've outsourced this position. So the next, the entire team may be next. And that's just not the case. Sometimes our clients just need that extra firepower, that extra support, to come in, and it's a value add to the team. It is not taking away, it's actually building that team to be more efficient, offloading some of that work, so that they don't suffer attrition, so that they have a better work-life balance.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of times people think of outsourcing, and they think of the bigger service providers like Accenture, GenPact, mm-hmm. and, and that the whole department's got to go.
1: That's right.
0: <laughs> I need that's at least a right. hundred people
1: to do this, and
0: and it's going to be the
1: whole department. But that's... <laughs> everybody starts whispering, "Did you need you hear?" They start talking to Persona? <laughs> what, what, what's what's going on? <laughs> Just not the case anymore.
0: So, how does technology fit in?
1: At Persona, we come to you. We are technology agnostic. We hire specifically for our clients' requirements. They work inside the current technology environment. A lot of people are concerned, we're all concerned about security. We're ISO 27001 certified. During the onboarding process and even pre-onboarding, we connect our IT department with our client's IT department. Some of our clients may protect their, their data and their systems in different ways. And we have some clients that we will remote into a system so that their in-house IT team has you know ultimate authority to control everything. other clients we may come in and they issue credentials for you know cloud applications like Netsuite or build.com to where they manage the credentials but we're able to access it there here again we're your virtual or remote talent we have clients that issue email addresses for our teams they work inside their teams or their slack environment and being branded as our clients when they're reaching out to vendors to follow up on payments um, or if they're communicating to internal stakeholders you have that continuity nobody's asking around hey who's this emailing me what are we supposed to do all of that is there to be an internal employee
0: yeah, and I think that's a great point too, because a lot of a lot of times when a service provider will take on small teams, they try to force, they try to force their clients onto a specific platform or technology. And that doesn't always have to be the case.
1: That's right. And touching on that technology piece, you see a lot of companies out there that they may say, okay, well, now we're going to create, you know, a generic AP persona at client.com and that way it's like oh we've had to change our process we we're not using this technology and you know a lot of cases in in that kind of setup they're doing it because it may be multiple people in the background supporting no one's 100% dedicated to the client and so in those scenarios somebody replies from a generic email and you don't know who it is it could be one of four different people with our approach and by following that process, by being fully indoctrinated and, and mirroring what our clients look like and being you know being able to white label that, that helps with the continuity. You know who you're dealing with. You know who this person is with inside the organization.
0: And how does virtual accounting help attrition within an accounting department?
1: Number one, burnout. If you were to ask your team to write down their current day-to-day, Responsibilities that they carry out, and then compare that to what they were originally hired for. You know, that initial job description, you'll see some big differentiators, added responsibilities. Sometimes teams are trying to do more with less, depending on um, how your team was affected in the last 18 months. You know, when you start adding up all of those you know, responsibilities, you're seeing what's being added to everybody's plate and combined. A lot of times that comes out to where they could be covering for the work of, you know, one or two extra bodies. You also run into scenarios where, you know, it's not always a negative. You know, we have clients whose business has really thrive and grown and they're asking their team to process more invoices than ever before. You know, in that scenario this is where persona comes in we're not siloed to specific functions we're focused on talent so we can come in and if it's a you know an increase in volume and you need to hire somebody to come in and process invoices we can meet you there if you have something to where maybe you have a lean accounting team and everybody's doing you know 25% 15% more work we can go in and hire a staff accountant or a utility player to come in and you know, again, you may not have the budget allocated for that traditional headcount, but we can come in, hire a, an accountant that's a utility player and take those tasks from different team members to create a brand new position.
0: I like your point about doing more with less. I think every I think every company these days has that mandate
1: that's right and you know a, another scenario that we run into also is you know talking about that attrition uh, there may be a team member who's looking for career progression or promotion but you know you don't have someone currently that you can offload part of their work or maybe you have a, a senior accountant or you know leaders that want to get out of the transactional weeds so that they can focus more on strategy or business. You may be that person. You may come in as a controller and say, Hey, you know, I'm not being able to lead right now because I'm focused on trying to close the book so I can even report to my leadership on this. And so that's where you can come in, bring in one of our accounting professionals hire that person who can come in and work on multiple tasks and functions so that you can get back to the part that you love in accounting. You can get back to the strategy, the leadership, you know, investing time in other business units, not just focused on the reporting and transaction and day-to-day.
0: So why do people choose outsourcing over in-house staff or other staffing options?
1: It's a good question. A couple of reasons. Cost. It's no secret. There is a cost savings involved in outsourcing. Our clients see over 50% in savings. Many clients are closer to 70% or more based on the geography or based on the position and background that they're they're looking to outsource or hire. When you look at staffing, turnover is high. Uh, Someone may leave you for a couple extra dollars. Then you get another body in who starts two or three days later, and you have to start training them all over again. And so with us, we hire experienced, degreed accounting professionals. We aren't training them uh, on how to be an accountant or how to process payroll or invoices. We hire them with that experience. And then we train them in our client's process and we onboard them specifically for that client. So that's one of the great things if you compare it to, you know, maybe staffing or even hiring internally with persona, we take on that hiring responsibility. So that eliminates the burden that your internal talent acquisition team may have. They may not be experienced in recruiting for accounting roles. They may just post the position and hope to get a couple of good resumes. And then you're sending that to your team, and your team's having to interview, sift through them. And so, with us, we take on that hiring. We will then come in. And when your team grows, not only are you not having to, you know, once we've done the initial onboarding, that team grows, you don't have to onboard the next hire we come in, we say, hey, you know, we're looking with you, we're forecasting for the future, and we're seeing that we need to add more to the team. We get to go ahead, we'll go out and hire behind the scenes, we'll go out and onboard, we'll go out and train them to where it's seamless for you, to where you're focused on your day-to-day and not trying to onboard a new resource. And so with that too, you know, finally, attrition. Our attrition is less than 1%, and so we're not experiencing this big turnover, this big you know, interruption to the day-to-day, but we also are prepared. We're prepared for PTO or unexpected leave, and so we cross-train our team to where if a scenario arises, we have somebody who can come in with zero interruption to the day-to-day for our client.
0: Yeah, and I think when you're talking about accounting, you have to you have to realize also that there's such a shortage of talent these days here in the United States. It's it's a profession that you know a lot of people aren't choosing to get into these days.
1: That's right. And the supply side goes down, or the demand goes up, the pricing goes up, yep. and it's just uh, it's a, a vicious circle.
0: So what does virtual accounting support look like in practice? Talk me through the process.
1: With so many accounting teams, we we touched on it before, Uh, so many accounting teams switching to remote work, it looks the same. They've already switched the process to the cloud. It's going to be similar to that same process as onboarding a new employee. From the beginning, we will start with a discovery call. We will bring in our delivery team and really get an understanding of uh, our client's team. What's the makeup of their department? What's the makeup of the processes they're looking for? What platform are they on? What needs do they have? And um, really dig in to what, that, what does it look like today? And what types of positions are we looking for? What, what type of task are we looking to, uh, to build? Some of our clients, they may be hiring for a, an AP specialist and they already have a job description and they're able to say, Hey, this is exactly what I'm looking for. Here's the day-to-day. Here's the platform. Great. Go out and hire it. Um, if not, you know, it could be more complex than that. So we'll, We will come in and work together to build out a job description to really put into a profile of exactly that background, exactly that skill of what that accountant is gonna look like. From there, we'll go out and engage our talent acquisition team. Depending on the complexity of that background, it could be anywhere from a couple weeks to 45 days for us to go out and hire and onboard that talent. During that time, we will have our transition team we will engage our transition team. We'll connect our IT departments together to work through the credentials, start mapping processes, start documenting what's not documented, start transitioning some of that tribal knowledge, and um, be ready for when we have our talent on board that they can hit the ground running. That's Next step is when when we're talking about the onboarding of the local talent, it's going to be the same. You know, people always say, Hey, how long is this going to take to transition? What does this look like? Best way to envision it is if you were to hire somebody in the past doing this same job, What does that timeline look like for you? You We don't have a secret sauce. You know, we have best practices. We know how to transition this, but what we're going to do is come in and if it's a, transactional work it could take us a couple of weeks to jump on board and get through it if you're hiring somebody to uh to help on closing the books or reporting we may need 6 weeks so that we can see you know two month end closes and be prepared for that but really the the best way to envision it is it would be the same timeline that you have for onboarding local talent
0: And I think a lot of people also don't realize that 40 percent of the workforce in Manila is used to working nights so that it's not hard to find talent who will work overnight in support of U.S. hours. I think a lot of clients think that they have to, um, you know, they'll have an accountant on the other side of the world who's working overnight their time and won't uh, overlap in hours. But that's just not the case.
1: Exactly. That's a good point. When we look at talent here and somebody who may go and get a degree in accounting and they're wanting to have that career progression and move up, we know that it's a career path and and you know that hey month end closes coming this is when I, I don't schedule vacation. You know that hey we're working on you know quarterly reporting and so this is going to be a time for me And so they go into that career knowing that this is what their future is is going to look like and that's the same for our accounting talent they come in they they get degrees in accounting they understand the career progression they're excited to work for Persona. they're excited to support our us clients there's a so everybody comes in and is willing and able and, and wanting to come in and support those us clients they understand that. It, i right now i think it's 95% of our clients, of our team, all work U.S. days, and you know some of our clients, depending on their day to day and what they need, some of them may have like, hey, I need this reporting done overnight so I can have it in the morning. We're there for them, but the majority, it is um, it is not an interruption to our team's daily life to work. You know, Manila nights, U.S. days.
0: And I know we've touched on this before, but if I just have a small team, can I still outsource? Is it still an option for me?
1: Absolutely. No doubt. Uh, the majority of our clients start with just one resource. It's their first time to outsource. They may be more comfortable, you know, because this is new. They they're trying to understand what the communication is going to be like. They may not know that we're going to be working the same hours. They may not understand if this is going to be an interruption to their day-to-day. So they start small. It may be an accounts payable clerk. The same thing goes for lean accounting teams. You may need more work or you may have stuff. We're talking about offloading from other people where you may not have enough work for a dedicated payroll specialist. um, And we can come in and build that professional and build that description and hire that talent who can come in and you know maybe just add one resource to your existing lean accounting team
0: yeah and you bring up uh, an important point too is that it doesn't have to be a one-to-one role if if you have like five people who have 20 percent of their workload they'd like to outsource then that can be done as well exactly so what tasks should i outsource
1: you would be surprised. Well, you wouldn't be, but <laughs> <laughs> clients are surprised at some of the things that, uh, that our existing clients have come up with. We build white glove custom programs. No one client is the same. Uh, many start with uh, high volume, repeatable tasks, stuff that's critical to the business but may not be the best use of their time. You know, transitional task, AP, data entry. If you think of it, we'll build it.
0: So basically everything from AP, AR, all the way up to month end reporting and everything in between.
1: That's right. I mean, the the talent that um, we have access to, um, there are many, many large companies in the Philippines that do a lot of their shared services out there. And so, you know, we have um, talent that's been working for years, for decades, supporting us clients that have moved up in their career and, you know, some are specialized um, to where we're able to go and find that special niche talent that, you know, a lot of times our clients are surprised. They didn't know. I mean, we'll show, we'll share profiles, of our existing team and and the background. And they're they're looking at saying, man, this is more experience than what I currently have on my team. The breadth of our experience and the talent pool that we pull from is really incredible.
0: Yeah, and I know personally, I'm always so impressed with the resumes from Manila that come across my desk.
1: Absolutely, yes.
0: And lastly, what should leaders look for in a provider?
1: A handful of things. Number one, experience. I mean, Persona has been... And outsourcing. We we've been here for over 35 years. And that means a lot that, that talk more to, you know, how we're able to attract and retain talent. We are well respected, you know, not only in here in the States, but in the Philippines. So that helps us attract the right talent that helps us keep the right talent to where we can work through and, you know, help and and grow and train and, and really invest in our employees. So that's huge. Attrition's huge. It's a big metric for us internally. It's a big metric for our client. We don't want that disruption. You want to look at the infrastructure of the providers you're evaluating. Because we're around, I mean, our our ISO certifications, our attention to security, what we're able to, uh, to build is just different than if you were kind of brokering one-off people or say, yeah, I can go get this task, this task done. I mean, you're really, you're getting that, that cross-training, that continuity, that ability to have a hiring team go out and the speed to hire new talent as you expand. So really that infrastructure is huge. Security is huge for us and our clients. And then you also want to see straightforward pricing. You know a lot of times you come in and it's like well, there's a management fee or there's a a minimum team size a minimum contract length of five years and you know so you want to be able to evaluate all of that together and then lastly what helps us a lot and, and what our clients really really enjoy is that our headquarters we're here in austin and so, you know, as things are opening up more, as people are traveling more, we're able to come and, and meet our clients at their office. We're able to, you know, kind of just reach out and touch someone and, and be there to where, you know, it, it really just uh, gives our gives our clients peace of mind.
0: Yeah, I think those are all great points and, and important things to be thinking about. So, Matt, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I've enjoyed hearing about your experience and discussing outsourced accounting talent. It's a solution that I feel very strongly can benefit most any organization. To all of our listeners, I hope you've enjoyed this episode as well. Please tune in next week and until then, take care of yourselves.